Blog Talk Radio. And good afternoon or morning, wherever you may be. Welcome to another exciting episode of Let's Coach. It's a show that brings the best from the coaching world for you to use in your everyday life, and we talk about what coaching can do for you. We bring you great small business ideas and some good news stories, and stories about people paying it forward in their everyday lives. I'm excited for this episode. We've got a lot of special guests that will be here with us today. And l- last week on the show, um, well, I'm sorry, it was two weeks ago. We had, um, we didn't air last week, but we did air two weeks ago. And we had our guest, Denver Bohe Haynes, with us. And she was a survi- she is a survivor of both sexual abuse and uh, domestic violence. And she's walked down a very, very painful and difficult path. And I just wanted to take a minute and mention it to mention her to you again um, to remind you about her books that are out there that you can find on Amazon. And it's Decisive Women, Designing Decisions in Five Minutes or Less. And her other book is Breaking Through, Reinventing After Failure. And it's, that includes uh, 14 short stories. They're both collaborations of different um, stories of people who've been through various struggles in life. And it... it shows you how you can persevere, how you can overcome. And I encourage you to uh, find those on Amazon, um, purchase them, read them, and see how you can grow and develop from those books. But you can also listen to the interview if you just go to Blog Talk Radio and check out Let's Coach. You'll see all our archived, our recordings there that you can see. It was a very powerful episode with some of the things that she shared. So I encourage you to take a listen to it. So for you, if you're turning in, to, it's your first time listening and you haven't heard me before, first I'd want to introduce myself, and I am Carolyn R. Owens, and I'm the chairwoman and CEO of Infinity Coaching Incorporated, where we help you up-level your skills so you can up-level your income, your career, your business, your life. And I'm originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, not Mississippi, <laughs> and uh, I will, no matter where I live in the world, world, I will always call Philadelphia home. Uh, so I uh, left there many, many years ago, being stationed in the military um, uh, across the U.S., but I will always, always call Philadelphia home. You can find me, more information about me, my business, by going to my website, which is www.infinitycoaching.net. Or you can connect with me on social media. You guys know my favorite social media platform, Twitter. You can find me there at Carol R. Owens. You can also find me on Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Instagram is my second favorite platform. But if you just type in uh, the Google box, Infinity Coaching, or Carolyn R. Owens, you will find me. And you can always, any questions, suggestions, if you want to be a guest on the show, reach out to me. Love to hear from you. I always love to hear from our listeners. And you can also, I'll add in there, email me at cowens at infinitycoaching.net. So today, every year around this time, um, we like to share a little bit about the coaching world and industry with you because it's International Coaching Week. And if you've ever thought about hiring a coach and you just weren't sure what this whole coaching thing was all about, this is a show you want to listen to because we're going to tell you some of the good, the bad, the ugly of coaching. Um, and, you know, if what is this the whole coaching world is about? What is this industry about? 
So I have four special guests that I'm going to have with us. And also, you know, to give you a little bit more about International Coaching Week, it started back in 1999 by an international coach federation, which is basically International Coaching Federation. I like to say they are a governing body of making sure that coaches stay ethical. And if they're, if you are a member of this group or you receive certification from them, there are certain guidelines and um, ethics that you have to live by in your coaching business practice. And so uh, a member, Jerry Alderson, uh, started it back in 1999, and it serves to educate individuals about the value of working with coaches. And it acknowledges results and progress that is made through this coaching process. So that's what we're going to focus on today is giving you information about the coaching industry. And I've gathered together a variety of coaches that are all specializing in different areas. And we're going to hear from life and business coach Gary Loper. We're going to hear from midlife dating coach Ronnie Joy Krasner, along with executive and leadership coach Mark Thorne, money management coach, who I also call the woman of wealth, Chella Diaz, and then myself, and I serve as a career strategist, leadership, and life coach. As you can see, we all have different areas that we specialize in, and we all come from various backgrounds in our past that led us into the coaching industry. So this is a time if you want to call in, if you have any questions, the number to call in is 773 897 So let's get started with the show. I believe I have just about everybody on the line here. I'm going to start bringing them on. Let's see. Having a little technical difficulty. And there we go. And hello, welcome to Let's Coach. Which one of our guests is this? I'm on Carolyn. This is Ronnie Joy, the Midlife Dating Coach. Hi. I was trying to find Gary first. <laughs> I, I understand. I wasn't sure if you were talking to all of us or not. <laughs> I will be because all of you except for one, you all called in early. <laughs> so I'll bring you all on. And hello, welcome to Let's Coach. Is this Gary? I think so. If if the beep in my ear was my cue, yeah. <laughs> Hi. So I also want hello. to tell our listeners that all of our uh, guests that will be on today have been interviewed on the show before. And so you may be familiar with who they are, a little bit about them. Um, and I will bring, I believe Mark is here as well. Let's bring him on. Mark? Hi, Carolyn. It's kind of hard to hear you. A little bit better. Can you hear me? Hold on, let me shift around. Is that better? Yes, it's it's still kind of faint, though. It's like moving around you. How about now? That's better. Is this better now? Okay. Yes. Technical difficulties at my end. (laughs) So I want to welcome you all to the show. Chella should be calling in shortly. I know she's listening, but she should be calling in in a few minutes. And I want to kind of start by just kind of 
given a quick introduction to yourself. I didn't want to talk too much because I think it's going to be a lot of the conversation about as we talk about coaching and how you got into the business, some of your experiences, and where the industry is today. And so I want to start with um, Gary. You're a life and business coach. You're also, you know, the master of the Twitterverse with all the followers you have on Twitter and the training you've done and how you've helped other people grow their Twitter platforms. I know you have trained me to grow my Twitter Twitter platform when I had less than 1,000 people following me, and now I'm almost at 13,000. So I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> but you are also um, you are a life and business coach. You've worked and been trained by some of the you know top people in the industry. You've worked uh, under and been trained by Laura Langmeyer, who a lot of people know. And you know, coaching is now being done in major businesses. Nike, Verizon, Coca Cola, IBM have all started having some you know aspects of training their employees. But what led you to get into the coaching business? Wow. Um, I'm I'm just trying to be able to think about the past. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, I th- well, one of the things, first off, what, what started me on a path of personal development, which turned in business development, that sort of got all the foundation for things, was I went back to uh, to school to get a degree in marketing and sales 15 years after high school. And it was then that I took a public speaking class where I was introduced to Tony Robbins and Dennis Waitley through videos that I saw that motivation aspect. And so I started studying and just drinking up everything, every single step of the way, every day since then. Um, And we can be able to fast forward to, I think it was 1995, there was a couple personal crises that I went through. Um, it was going through a second divorce. She didn't want anything to do with my kids from the first marriage until after I moved her out. There were problems with work, and my grandmother was diagnosed with cancer. So I took a, I called up a bunch of travel agents, and I finally took a cruise to try to get some perspective back. And on that cruise, I met a bunch of people that were from a direct sailing company. And so a lot of their culture is even more personal development, so I was hungry for that. And so that really accelerated that knowledge and that base. And it was probably about a year and a half later, I had moved to Florida. I came over to uh, St. Petersburg area, and I went to a, a workshop um, from Alfonso Constaneda. He was my first coach, and he offered up a coaching. So I went to a couple of his programs, and then, I went, and then you know, this, this just sort of seemed to be the next natural step. But I really think it was kind of <clears throat> serendipitous that if you look at some of these things that are going through there, that maybe this is what I was designed to do and all these other opportunities. Because the job that I was having with, you know, I came back from a vacation and the and the locks were changed. <laughs> and <laughs> so it's it was kinda of like, well, I, I I couldn't have stayed in that position anyway. So I I was I was kind of forced into something and it just seemed to be the natural natural conclusion because I was able to use everything that I had been studying for all of these years and going through there, all my previous experiences and I've had an eclectic background. So it's 
you know, that's kind of the, you know, the messy way that we got in, but I really think that it's a really a natural progression. And where things sort of really accelerated for me, because I was still sort of putzing with it, with coaching, until 2008, you know, we shared this story about my Twitter, my introduction into Twitter was I was doing massage work for special needs clients in 2008, and the funding for that program was eliminated. And so I fell into a funk, and and one of the ways to get myself off the couch was I went into my documents of all the motivational messages that I had saved. So I started reading them, then I started tweeting them. And it's in (laughs) tweeting them that people started responding back to me. And that was one of the first taps that I got that said, you know, you've been a coach since 1999, you haven't done anything with it, you're going to start doing it now. Because, again, the universe you know, closed off another, um, you know, income opportunity. I was doing massage. I was getting emotional and, and financial support from that place, and that was gone. But that coaching base was there. And I've just embraced it and realized that these, these were my skill sets. It took a while to be able to learn and be able to accept my skills and the gifts that I had. But it's just been a blessing all along the way that, you know, so many things that a lot of people would have gotten stopped by, I just looked as there were more opportunities. There's this seed of good to be able to, okay, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Awesome. I I know you're a a lifelong learner, and to be able to put all this together is, is awesome. So, Ronnie, what you are the midlife dating coach. Um, you have been very, very, very successful at getting a, uh, both men and women back out there into the wild, to the dating game, um, after they've been through divorce, experienced different things in life. Um, so what led you to become a coach? Well, Carolyn, I'd like to say that I was divinely guided because I truly was. <laughs> what happened for me is um, I've always been – an inquisitive person. I always felt like no one was more curious than me. Ask people a lot of questions all the time. And I think if you find um, other coaches, they'll tell you that I've always been a coach. I just never realized that's what I was. And that's how it kind of happened for me. I was married for 26 years, and like Gary, I, my marriage ended in divorce. And I knew at that time that I still wanted to find someone to to love and share my love and spend the rest of my life with. Well, I ended up at that point dating badly and and then eventually having therapy um, just for different issues in my life and the divorce, etc. And it was that therapy that led me to coaching. I hadn't even heard of life coaching. But when I did go through the program, I felt like it was like coming home. This was a natural fit for me. But what I learned in the schooling, of course, is all the tools and techniques to use in coaching and to not only just ask questions, but to ask the right questions. And so for a number of years, I was a life coach and um, living in Connecticut most of my life. And then 12 years ago, I decided to make a major life change and move to California. Uh, Again, divinely guided on, on that account as well. And I still was coaching when I came out, 
And um, a year a year later, uh, not only coaching but dating, um, and and actually in, in my coaching endeavors all all through the, the period of time, which was uh, 2003 is when I became a life coach. So while I was in Connecticut, I dated, uh, and 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 over time, just was you know through through my own coaching techniques and uh, and learning in the process of dating, to I learned how to do to uh, behave differently toward men, learned my own uh, strategies and techniques of of dating, and kind of weeding out who would not be a good fit for me, so I was dating more consciously. was also engaged for a while and that, and realized that that was not going to be a, a, a viable person to marry. And so with all those dates and all the coaching that I was doing and moving to California and still coaching, one year later I, uh, I met my, my now husband. And so that's been amazing and wonderful. And during that time of um, meeting him and marrying him, of course, I was still life coaching, but I was finding a theme, Carolyn. I was finding a theme of my clients that not only were they having um, issues in different areas of their life, but there was a common theme of somehow they were, I was attracting people that were single. They were either divorced or widowed or never had been married. And so... I recognize that with my own experience, all of my experience and coaching, that um, there was a niche for me of um, midlife dating coaching. And it's been very successful because Mm -hmm. not only do I bring into it my own coaching tools and techniques, but it's my own life experiences as well. And and I have to say, knowing um, from having interviewed you before, you ended up with a wonderful, very supportive husband. So you definitely have the experience and the results to show it. Ah, <laughs> uh, I appreciate that. Well, as I remind my clients, you know, it really is a journey. As much as we have the intention of wanting to find someone in our lives, it's not always our timing. It's it's divine timing, and it's. Um, it's the universe bringing together the person in your life at the right time. Thank you. So, Mark, you are leadership or executive coach here. What led you to the coaching industry? Uh, it was an interesting journey. I, uh, I've i been a sports coach since my teens, so I've sports coached for 40 years. Uh, and then uh, professionally I worked for the federal government. Um, became a, a senior executive and um, realized that all the neat projects and neat things that I was doing, and there were a lot of things that were pretty important, were not as important as the mentoring work that I was doing with lots of different employees. It was something that I was very passionate about, something that I enjoyed doing. Uh, so I had the opportunity to retire and uh, decided not to do what most people do and go get a contracted job in the D.C. area, I actually retired and started my own coaching business. And it's been very, very rewarding. Uh, I, I love doing it. Um, there is a, it, just, it, just, it just feeds my soul. I really love what I do. I get to work with lots of very interesting and neat people. Uh, you know, I work with uh, different kinds of executive and, executives and leaders, business people. Uh, I do a fair amount of nonprofit work. Um, and some people that want to be executive leader. So it, it's a whole heck of a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. And um, it's just been a blast. 
And I, I think one of the things that, for those who don't know Mark, Mark has uh, co-hosted the show with me for several years. Um, I had uh, mentioned that he had a, a car accident last year where he had to focus on his healing. So I'm very happy when he pops in and he's able to be on the show with us. And I know over the years of your coaching, since you retired from the federal government, your specialty in working with nonprofits grew tremendously. Yeah, I actually went back, uh, and uh, there is uh, Maryland Nonprofits uh, actually has a nationally recognized program called the Standards for Excellence. So I I went back and 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 added that to my certifications. I've also got a coaching certification. Uh, but uh, added that certification, and it really has uh, enabled me to work more closely with nonprofits um, and help bring them up to the current current best practices in the uh, nonprofit industry. It's, um, working with nonprofits is fun. I, I personally sit on several nonprofit boards, uh, and um, not, I, 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 am a, I am a true believer in the, in the good work that nonprofits can do. Uh, they tend to have very low overhead, and they get a whole heck of a lot done for lots of folks. And, you know, I, I, I think that work is just very, very important. Thank you. I believe Chella is joining us, so she's right on time. Shella? She is joining. It is a pleasure <laughs> to be here. <laughs> so I was taking notes have... while the other coaches were speaking. <laughs> Jella is our money management coach. Like I said, I have coaches with diverse specialties here with us today. And um, she's also known as the Woman of Wealth. And Chella, could you share with us a little bit more about how you got into the coaching industry? Well, actually, um, I'm going to follow the first two speakers, and that is I have been good with money since I was nine years old. And I didn't realize that other people were not, didn't have the same views about money as I did until I got married. So um, (laughs) after the, it was a great marriage, but, you know, just different people, different views, different money stories. So I started learning and I started attending lots and lots of workshops. And then I found that I had a natural gift that I wanted to share. I wanted to empower women because 76% of women don't believe they're good with money. So I developed a program to show them, you know, just give them baby steps, one baby step at a time to show them that it is possible and that they are able to manage money. So it's been a very, very uh, rewarding uh, journey. And I'm putting a couple of new programs together that, that I'm very excited about. But, you know, we all fall in. It's about following that your, what you're naturally good at. And I think all of your coaches that you have here, that's what we're doing. You know, we're following that one thing that brings a smile not only to our face, but to the other folks that we are empowering. So I am honored to be part of this amazing group. <laughs> and, you know, I, I want to point out something to our listeners that, you know, you, you, you see the diverse backgrounds as well. So there are coaches that, you know, coach in all the, the different areas that you'd be looking for is 
uh, health and wellness. There's um, the physical aspect of health, the exercising, the nutrition. Um, we have executive leadership, career, um, money management, if you, whatever area you could think of. I know um, Ronnie also helps uh, women who have cancer, who have had breast cancer, and getting back into the dating game and some of the specific issues that women in that area, when they're dealing with that, what they face with their their marriage and dating. So there's so many different areas that you can find a coach in. But, you know, a lot of people hear coaching, coaching. So how would you define coaching? Um, Whichever one of you guys would like to start with that question. What is coaching to you? Well, Carolyn, this is Gary. Um, I, I know for me, I always look at myself as, you know, it's re- the analogy that I use in, in tarot cards, there's the hermit. And the hermit is standing above on top of the mountain, shining a light down so other people can be able to find their path on, on the way up. And I always see myself, I'm climbing that mountain, but I'm turning turning around and shining a light for other people who want, who are coming up. And that's the way, you know, the simplest way that I look at it is I try, I'm try. i trying to be able to help people who want to be able to make their lives better and find better, you know, utilize their gifts and their skills. And I can just be able to show them the way that I've learned from before and that others have, and I'm learning from the way that others have gone gone before me. Well, this is I, 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 I think for me, um, coaching is about helping people find their path. Now, everybody has one, and it's sometimes hard to see in the, in the order of our daily lives. So I love to help people find that path that is theirs, uh, help them keep on it or change it if they need to, uh, and, and, and again, make their lives better, raise their game to the next level. Uh, one of the neat things for me about coaching is the people that I work with are already doing good and great things, and this is just a chance to help them be better and make the world a better place. And that's how we always ended the show, if it's not broke, make it better, because there's so many people out there that are doing good things. But we help as coaches to take them to that level of excellence that I, I talk of it in terms of leadership mastery, um, being able to reach their definition of success, their level of greatness without being blocked or limited to what they can achieve. And I know for uh, both Chella and Ronnie, you have specific areas that you work in, um, one in dating and one in um, money management is the Definition for coaching a little different for you at all? This is Chella, and I will. I definitely know. I I think I agree with uh, both that just spoke, but that also I think that for those is for me coaching is having somebody show me because I have I'm currently working with a lot of coaches, and I definitely have a lot of mentors in my life is that person, like Gary said, is shining that light. Sometimes as individuals, we're too close. So I'll take money, for instance. You know, they don't know how they're going to get themselves out of debt. Uh, They don't know how they're going to be able to, 
you know, save us. So I'm able to from, you know, because I'm not in their situation, I'm not in the case, I'm able to see things from a different point of view, and I'm able to point out the steps that they can take to make that happen. And I think that's what a coaching, whether it's relationships or, you know, whatever the coach that you're asking or you're wanting to work with is that you're basically a partner. And I often think about coaching as a dancing partner, right? You have to find that person that you're able to work with and it's a dance, right? And then both of you need to, you know, work at it, you know, find. And I think that's where in the past um, I made some they were learning mistakes. I, I worked with people that were not a, a fit. So it's, it's about having that person. So if you're looking to go out and work with somebody, you know, have that conversation, ask those direct questions, and, and then, you know, test each other out. You know, is this, is this a dance that you can both dance? Is this a, a relationship that you're both going to be able to, to be in it and work at it and for, the, for the best? Right, because both of you are going to gain something from it. And you, you, I love the analogy when you talk about it as being a dance, because when you're dancing, you do not want to get your foot stepped on, or you'll tumble and fall. Um, and when you, when you think about partnering with the right coach, uh, what would you tell people to look for? How, what should they think about when they're looking for a coach? And this is really personal experience, folks. Um, ask the difficult questions. You know, ask to speak to people, clients that they've they, they've worked with before. Testimonies are great, but ask maybe to speak to some of, some of their clients. You know, what where did they start and when did they end up? So don't be afraid to ask questions. This is your money. Again, we go back to money. But this is your money that you're spending on the coaching, right? Whether it's whatever the amount doesn't matter. It's your money and it's your time. So ask questions. Ask to speak to prior clients. You know, ask to get references. This is, all, you know, you're interviewing somebody. And then get a chance, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes just have conversations. And at the end of the day, trust your gut feeling. And I didn't. I should have, I didn't, so I learned my lessons. Because if there's something that you're not, you know, thrilled with, and if your instinct is telling you not to, then go a little bit further. Continue to ask those questions. No, I, you I agree. You don't want to get into yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree with Chella. And, you know, and it's the same thing, I think, thing because it was uh, with Ronnie, too, because I use a lot of dating analogies in my stuff and it's you know you need practice dates because it's <laughs> it's in dating what turns out to be the wrong people that you find out what you what it is that you truly want mm-hmm. so you have to be willing to be able to go out and and put yourself out there and go through there and what's great now with with social media is that you know the playing field's leveled our prospects mm-hmm. have got oodles of choices and so you and so that's where you know attend a lot of the free webinars because what that those are those are coaches offering practice dates so here's some of the stuff that i can do how i might be able to help you see if it fits 
or if you're listening to summits, you know, I'm kind of surprised that a lot of the summits that I do, you offer up a free coaching call and nobody takes it, takes it up. I go, it's like, oh, I know. <laughs> you, you, somebody's true. offering you a half hour time to be able to sit with somebody and pick their brains and to be able to see if it's if it's a good fit for you or. Bottom line, you can, you can get a good piece of information that you can move forward on. Mm-hmm. But there are so many times now that you can practice states and you can be able to find it. You know, because you know, I'm sure that we've all gone through that and we've all invested greatly into our knowledge base. But I think now you don't. I think some you have a lot better choices. You don't have to go out and write a check for ten, twenty thousand dollars. To be able to get something, you can be able to get it from a number of different ways. And, you know, Mark talked about in sports. Another analogy with that is a lot of sports teams, you know, especially on the pro levels, there are, there are probably as many coaches or an equal number of coaches as there are players on the team because there are a lot of different specialties. And we can't look at doing everything. You know, I know a lot about health and financial stuff and a lot of other things but I don't have the expertise to be able to drive down into it so you can be able to find out you may need to have several coaches and you can be able to shop them around a little bit so listening to you guys and everything you and many of us as coaches have heard the saying a coach can work with anybody long as you've been trained, long as you know it, a coach can work with any client out there. What do you guys think about that? Mm, no, Hi, no, this is Ronnie. I'm going to jump in yeah. if you don't mind. Um, <laughs> just to add my two cents to what all you're, you're all saying about coaching, I, I totally agree with all of you. And, um, and in answer to your question, Carolyn, I have found that if you can ask the right questions, you can lead your client to the place where they need to go. But with that being said, because there are different types of coaches, you know, specialized coaches, you may feel that you, you may want to refer your client to another coach who has that expertise. Because, you know, here's Chella with, with you know, money and money issues. I, I won't pretend. I'm, I'm not an expert in that. So I can ask the questions of the client, but can I really, really give the coaching advice that I'd want to? And I'd have to be honest and say no, and I'd want to refer that client out. Right, and, and I think there's a, because, again, my, my background is massage therapist. And I, I ran across something. I was trained in a specialty. And a lot of the people in this area knew that I was trained in that specialty. But they weren't referring people to me who were requesting that specialty. And so they were trying to be able to, you know, push out, you know, just act as if they had that experience. But they didn't. And it wound up causing more damage. And I think if we look at, if we look at you know, like Ronnie was talking about, we need to be able to have a bigger mindset and realize that there are specialties and we can be able to do this and what's in the best for the client and not be able to look at it and say, okay, you know, well, I could probably fake this a little bit and we can get you farther than what you were, but is that the best thing for, for that client? And right. realize that there's, a, and there's enough. And I think if we, if we take that approach and we give, give something away like that, then more will come back to us. But we have to get rid of the lack mentality and say, oh, I need everything. 
but I know yeah, uh, I, Carolyn, uh, you, I just wanted to be able to touch on your question. We talked about can you coach anybody, and I really think that even now, I've worked with a number of coaches that I didn't, I wasn't a lot in sync with, and in time that had shown up. And because, you know, they had different political views or they did had different values than what I had. And so they weren't seeing the same picture that I was seeing. And so they couldn't take me where I, where I was going, where I was at, because they was in an entirely different world. So I think that needs to be a client's kind of checklist and look at it and make sure that that coach is in a, a good alignment with you and if the differences are that they're not a distraction. Yeah, I think it's true that you can you can coach anybody, but I don't think you can coach everybody well. You really need mm-hmm. a good fit and a good match between that client and what the client is looking for in that coach. And quite frankly, you know, people don't always match and it really is important that you find that good match when you're when you're looking for a coach um I, you just can't emphasize that enough it, it, it really needs there needs to be some synergy there and there needs to be some sort of click between client and coach and i, I think with my experience and when i was first getting started transitioning um my background is i was uh active duty military and i did a lot of coaching and mentoring mentoring in my career field there in the military, but when I was looking at coaches to work with to help me transition to becoming a full-time coach, I have some coaches that I worked with that were, it was more of them trying to force their ideas, their concepts on me, and if I wasn't doing it their way, then we were clashing. And for me, that's not what coaching is about. Coaching is tapping into that individual for them to know, because I believe the answers are there for them. And our job as coaches is to help, you know, plant the seeds so that they'll blossom to, you know, achieve that success, achieve the positions and things that they desire in, in life. You know, we can all desire something for someone else, but they have their own, as uh, someone mentioned earlier, path. They have their path to go down. Right. Carol, uh, uh, another analogy, one of my massage teachers taught me something. He said, you know, if you know what you're going to do before you go into the treatment room, you don't know what you're doing. So that said to me, you know, so if you looked at a chart and said, okay, well, this person's got this, 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 and that, and so this is, and so psh, these, this is what I'm going to do, you don't know what you're doing because you're not tapped into that moment. Or, you know, or, you know, I've worked with some coaches and they say, okay, well, let's go, you know, here, here are these steps. So, so they give you these, you know, you know, probably the co-coaching, you know, and so there's, you know, six initial steps or something. That, and it's like, well, okay, well, you don't have to do an assessment with every, everybody. You've got to see where they're at, mm-hmm. meet them where they're at, and sort of let, let, uh, let, let yourself be guided and, I'd like to use Chella's analogy about dancing. You know, yeah. the, the, the dance with every client is different. Um, you know, Gary hit the nail on the head. You know, if you know what you're going to do be, before you meet the client, you're probably not there. You, you, you really need to be focused on the client's agenda. I, I never have an agenda for my clients 
they have an agenda for them, and we figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when you talk about that, you guys are both leading into the next question there, and it's how does that coaching process work? Um, people will hear, again, it's something else that people who've never experienced coaching or who have experienced coaching that didn't go so well. It's that process of, you know, how does it all start? So for you, for um, how do you begin your process? Well, I try to be able to, again, see where they're at and where do you want to be able to go. And, you know, what what have you done? Because um, I know that's one of the things, you know, we, we've learned this and had to be able to apply it into a personal situation as well, is as coaches it's a lot easier to be able to work with somebody who's already in motion, who's already done something, because then we can be able to course correct it. But if they're not moving and they're stuck, you know, it, it, it's an entirely different thing. But just trying to be able to get, you know, get them up, get them moving, and go, going through there. And I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned along the way is your coaching sessions should be able to be focusing on what what went wrong. Because we expect results. We know that you're going to get mm-hmm. good results. But it's the stuff that's not going right for you. Those results is that what can we do to change course on those things to be able to, to change the results into something more of what you're looking for. Yeah, what, one of the big keys at the beginning, I think, is to ask a lot of questions, a lot of good questions so that you figure out where the client is and what they're really looking for. But I always start with, you know, lots and lots of questions to, to draw the client out and draw the client into the coaching. And in that vein, you could see that if a client or a potential client is actually coachable, if they're willing yeah. to to want to have the coaching done. Um, so especially in the beginning, like these complimentary sessions that people may, may or may not even be using, as you said, but that's a really good time for a potential client to find out about you, for you to find out about that potential client, to see if you're a good fit, to find out if, as I said, if that person's coachable and is really willing and wanting to, to go the distance. And um, I often find even in those initial complimentary sessions or even a first session, that's where maybe that resistance comes in, the fear. The fear comes in, and it's uh, really getting in, diving in, and, and asking those, those questions, and some of them are tough. And then that kind of leads the way of, of if this is going to really be viable and work or not. Right. I think you also have to be able to find out as a coach because there's, you know, there are a lot of times that we can be walking with you, holding your hand figuratively, or that as a coaching time, you also need to be able to be, you know, do a little uh, took us us kicking. But but you have to be able to find out is, one – what is the client going to be able to do? And, you know, it comes into some of the relationships and find out our, their love languages. What do they respond to? So, you know, there, there's so many analogies go back to relationship stuff that we can go back into that we apply into a business or, or uh, personal coaching that are still applicable. We still need to be able to listen. We need to be able to figure out what motivates them and be able to speak their language and listen to them 
and help them get to where they want to go. Amen. This is Chella, and i got to say, I agree with every single one of you, and the only thing I would like to add is that sometimes as coaches, we need to listen to what they're not telling us. And I think that's, that's been, you know, uh, I'm still a work in progress on that. But sometimes, you know, the client is so focused on telling you what went wrong and all of that. But really listen in to what they're not saying us, telling us. So uh, we become really great listeners because we're, we're not only listening for what, you know, what did they do right, what did they do wrong kind of a deal, but what are they not saying? What are they not willing to deal with? Especially when it comes to the money, right? For me, you know, there's there's a lot of times where that we are carrying money stories, and those money stories show up, and they have a lot of different <laughs> faces. So, what are they not saying? What are the, some of the things? So, I think this is going to be an amazing show. I like to say, think that maybe we just need to get it transcribed. And send it out and say the do's and don'ts of working with a coach. <laughs> I'm putting it out there as an idea because this could be a great ebook, folks. Awesome, awesome ebook. <laughs> anyway, you also think that's about my two. The... Oh, go ahead. No, that's it. That's my two cents. <laughs> you, you think about the coach and not the coach, as, as Mark said should not go in with an agenda. I think um, one of the things you see a lot is the coaching industry gets a a bad reputation. I I think we've all heard stories of where people have invested in some significant amounts of money into a coach, and their ROI, their return on investment, was zero, Um, that the coach was um, just gathering data that I've talked to other coaches, I've talked to other people who've experienced coaching, and they would say how the the coach did. It was, as you said, they're just, the client is basically just venting, and there's no guidance, there's no accountability, there's no focus in the coaching sessions. And as the time goes by, they realize there's no, they're not getting the value out of it. And as that, that starts to kind of filter out and give the coaching industry a bad name, and so, as you said, if, if, if people listening to the show can see, huh, it's, it's getting them to think about what should my coaching experience be like? Um, what type of relationship or partnership should I have with my coach as opposed to just kind of going through the motions every session they're on? So what would you guys say, you know, people that have, say, a negative view of the industry, what are some of the benefits of working with a coach? If, if someone who's who's not close, they're not you, they're not standing in the same problem areas that you are, and it gives you gives you someone who has a different perspective, can give you many different perspectives, and allow you to see things more clearly and move forward. Uh, you know, people get stuck. Gary talked about people being stuck. And coaches can really help you get unstuck. Ronnie, you were going to add something? 
Yes, um, and in that vein, I agree because coaching for somebody that's listening now that has never had any coaching and maybe they're a little fearful because they've heard about the the bad reputation that coaches have perhaps. As was mentioned before, um, my feeling is in any profession, it's up to you as a client or potential client it's up to you to resonate with this with this coach. Um, do your research about this coach. Ask him or her the questions and take them up on their complimentary sessions. And as far as the benefits of coaching, again, coaching helps you see a situation from a different point of view. Um, and sometimes we're so fearful we can't even see or hear things in any, in, in any other way than, than what we know right now. So if we can understand that and be open and willing to hear a different point of view, um, that's really important. And this is what a life coach can do for you, you know, that they'll hold you accountable to your goals and actually hold on to that big agenda. What, what's the big picture? What is, what is it you as a client? What is it that you want? What's your end result? Because your coaching along the way may touch on other aspects of your life, and that's the whole process of, of coaching. But it's the, it's the coach that's going to hold that, all of it together for you, and you'll notice that as you're being coached and guided and even in your, the powerful questions that are asked and the assignments that, that you're given between sessions. And coaches actually hold a, a sacred and safe confidential space for you to be in. And if you're not feeling that way with your coach, it's time to, to let go of that coach. Um, and as a client, you, you want to be listened to as Chella mentioned, really have that active listening um, instead of listening to respond. Really listen to listen so, so you know actually just where you want to go with that particular session or issue or question. And on a, on a final note, um, I really, in terms of my profession and what I do in terms of midlife dating, it's, it's the benefits of coaching in this respect is to make relationships in your life more meaningful and defined and to better understand who you are. Right. Well, Carolyn, I, I think that one of the things you know, from coaching is that we can be able to learn from people who've already succeeded on where we want to be able to go yes. instead of being able to be, able to be stuck, stuck in that. It wasn't that funny, but <laughs> you know, I'm so sorry about that. I hit my little button by accident. That's my voice okay. thing that I use for Periscope, and I accidentally okay. hit it, and you can see my face right now. But thank, this is radio, so you can't see it. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry but, for that. That, but, that was so perfect I, timing, though. I gotta say, yeah. talk about perfect timing. <laughs> Gary, but, but you it, get an A. You get an A for being able to add it into the thing. That is that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. But, but I know Carol. One, one of the other one of the other things that you had mentioned that I want to talk about when you talked about uh, you know people not seeing that return on investment yes. with coaches, and I think that there probably needs to be almost a checklist. And again, now the the, the, play, the playing field is leveled that that people can be able to take coaching in progressions, that we don't have to be able to chase after the $10,000, $20,000 coaches. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, they're looking to be able to, they're selling, and they're selling programs that probably aren't 
right for you. Because I know one of the programs that we that we signed up for, we kind of thought that we were going to be taken under a wing and didn't realize that it was a you know it was a program was geared completely different. So I really almost think that there needs to be a progression, almost like a, a school kind of thing. And those 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 big dollar programs need to be looked at graduate level. That you need to be at a certain level, need to be generating certain amount of income, mm-hmm. and have a certain level of success before you go and invest that far. And you they know, look that, at it, and I think people are just looking for a shortcuts. Oh, if I if I go do yeah. this, and this will happen. I mm-hmm. again, but you know, changing the story. I realized I learned more, so that investment was a huge education because. I got to see these coaches on a you know, on a much closer level than than what you can, and so I saw how they acted. I saw some of the the things about their business. I learned a lot of other things, so I didn't get the you know I wasn't getting the checks back, but I got a whole lot, I got an equal amount or more back in education fr- from those experiences. You know, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Being in the, um, being a career strategist, leadership coach, you'll see the person who just graduated from college, who doesn't have a job yet, or you know, someone who's been unemployed. But there'll be coaches out there wanting to charge them the same price as the person who is, as you said, already in a career field, looking to move up, almost ready to get the seat at the boardroom table. And they're on two totally different levels in life, but they want to mm-hmm. charge in the same price. And those are the things that when I see that as a coach, I struggle. But I, I want to add one of the main benefits that I see with coaching is the raising our self-awareness and our understanding that we can understand, as someone said, our path and you know visualize and know the direction we want to be heading in in life and the the obstacles and challenges that we'll face in life, but how do we overcome them? A lot of times our friends and our families and, you know, people that are close to us have a hidden agenda for us because they want something specific for us. But as we raise our self-awareness and learn how to stand in our power with confidence, with courage, conviction, and commitment, we are able to move and shift and transform to achieve those things that we desire. If if people watch me on Periscope, they know I always talk about the capital Y-O-U, your desires. What is it you want to achieve in life? And I think that's a major benefit when it comes to the coaching industry, what coaches can assist with on our journey in life. We are winding down. We always get to this top of this hour so quickly. Um, but I want to give each of you an uh, opportunity to provide some closing statements for our listeners out there, as well as please rem- you know, remind everyone of your coaching specialty, your area, your niche, and your contact information, how they could reach you, or any special offers or programs that you want to mention that you have going on. We start with Ronnie. You want to start? Sure. Thanks, Carolyn. Um, Again, I'm Ronnie Joy, the Midlife Dating Coach, and you can find me on this website, themidlifedatingcoach.com, and I offer a free report on my site, and it's Seven Mistakes Midlife Singles Make with Online Dating Profiles, 
and you're probably making at least one of them. And so um, I'd love to chat with anyone who has an inkling of wanting to get back into the dating world. So again, themidlifedatingcoach.com. And Carolyn, thank you so much for this today. It was so enlightening for for myself and and, uh, my fellow coaches. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, Mark? Uh, I'm an executive leadership coach. Uh, I also do a lot of work with nonprofits. Uh, So if you would uh, like some help, uh, you can give me a call at 301-717-1185 or send me an email at dmforn at verizon.net. And one thing I'd like to leave the audience with is coaching should be fun. I mean, there's some hard work involved in it, but if you're not having fun on the way, you probably you might not have a good match with the person you picked as coach. So always make sure that there's an element of fun to what you're doing in the coaching world. Thank you. And, you know, I, I've known out of everyone on the call here, I've known Mark the longest. Um, I've, I've, has it been over eight years now, almost nine years? And um, I'll also add that one of his specialties is strategic planning um, with organizations, with individuals, uh, businesses, and working with that goal-setting process. So I can add that in there for you. (laughs) We're not as good as kind of talking about ourselves, but I I know with each one of you, I've got to know you from interviewing you and knowing your specialties. I could probably talk a very long time for each of you of your – there's so much that you all offer to your clients, um, the messages you put out. So I do appreciate you all taking your time to be here. So next we'll go to Chella. I was thinking, I was hoping you would say that. It's funny. Um, <laughs> let's see. So, Chella, money, you can, my website is moneyiq901.com, and there's a link for you to set up a time with me. You can uh, find me on Facebook, Chella Diaz, and you can find me on Twitter, Chella Diaz Money. And it's truly been, this has been fun. You know I mean? I think people definitely need to, it's quite, you're asking, Carolyn, you're asking the questions that people are thinking that they're not asking. So this has been really great. I learned some from every single one of the coaches online. And I think we should take this show and take it on the road, folks. That's, <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, and I look forward to connecting. And our resident expert here, many years of experience coaching and master of the Twitterverse, Gary Loper. <laughs> oh, I don't think you. Um, well, I I work with entrepreneurs, authors, speakers, coaches, people in the healing arts practices um, to be able to take their you know, take their business and take their lives to another level. Um, I'm working, I do a lot with Twitter as being able to help them be able to demystify that platform so you can be able to, to share your message out in the world and attract people so you can be able to create that differentiation between yourself and everybody else. So that's what I love to be able to do, and I found Twitter is that perfect platform to be able to help people expand their business and expand their reach. And I like to be able, and we can be able to um, expand our message with them. So if, if people are willing to be able to 
take a complimentary call, I'd like to be able to offer one. So just email me, Gary at Gary Loper, G-A-R-Y-L-O-P-E-R.com, and let me know you want a free session, and we'll, we'll get hooked up on a calendar, and we'll spend 30 minutes and see how we can be able to help you with Twitter or any other anything else that uh, you might need some help with. You know, and one of the things that I, I will definitely add about you, Gary, is he helps you with your communication skills, relationships, and how are you communicating, how are you listening to what you need to hear. And I think that's that's one of the things we overlook is those listening skills. And we, we're going to be doing a show on that with Gary kind of providing some strategies and things on how that will help you in your career, your business, in your life, it's so that you can have dynamic relationships and dynamic communication. So be looking for that soon. We just got to get it on the calendar. But I think that's something that's often overlooked. But when you work with him in that area, it just it takes you to another level. And as he said, those we increasingly work to better ourselves, to better our businesses, our careers. So that's another element for you to think about. So be looking for that show to come soon. So as as we close out this show, I want you to just really it's you have had an opportunity to hear from, you know, five different coaches, different backgrounds. And I think it's great when we can get together like this as coaches and really have an opportunity to provide this information for you. You know, as I said, it's a lot to do. All of us can help you with that piece of self-awareness and think about that there is no overnight success with coaching. If you're looking for that magic pill where you wake up the next day and everything is just perfect, well, coaching doesn't work that way. But, you know, we mentioned how there's often free sessions offered to you, and people don't take you up on them. Everyone here has mentioned an opportunity for you to reach out to them, connect with them, have that session to find out how you can possibly work together. Um, my information is Owens at infinitycoaching.net. You can visit my website at infinitycoaching.net. I offer that free session as well, and I have my uh, inner circle that's really going to be taking off this summer. Um, I, I don't want to. I haven't made the announcements of the why and direction we're going in, but it's going to be an amazing, fun year in that inner circle. And now is the time to find out about it, to get on board and join. Um, it's going to be. I mean, there's so much. I, I can't even stress how great this year is going to be. So you can find out more about that uh, by reaching out to me as well. So I do thank all of our guests for being here with us today. We Ronnie Joy Krasner, the midlife uh, dating coach. Mark Thorne, executive and leadership coach. Chella Diaz, the woman of wealth, your money management coach. And Gary Loper, our business and life coach and master of the Twitterverse. And again, myself, your host, Carolyn R. Owens, career strategist, leadership and life coach. Uh, join us next week where we're going to be talking with we're going to be talking more about how coaching can help you with your organizations and team development. We have a special guest that will be joining us, and I'm definitely looking forward to that interview because it's going to go a little bit deeper, but more of the organizational team-building business perspective. So it's going to be a great, another great interview. I thank you for all our listeners. If you're listening live, listening to recording, please continue to tune in, subscribe, and follow us on Blog Talk Radio. Let's coach. And until next time, have a wonderful, awesome week. And, Mark, shall we do it? We should. If it ain't broke. Make it better.
Have a blessed week, everyone. Thanks again for joining us. Bye-bye.